This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director, and it's towards the last week of January, which every year is the uh, farm show coming up, talking to Brooke Hendricks, who's with the Agribusiness Manager for the Chamber and Show Manager. Brooke, it used to be Sioux Empire Area Farm Show. You know, we had a big thing a long time ago to say we better say it's the area, you know, not just Sioux Falls. But then it kind of split into the Sioux Falls Farm Show and the Sioux Falls Livestock Show, and you're, you're part of the Livestock Show version, which is at the Expo Building at the Sioux Empire Fairgrounds. It's been there for a long time. Now, this is the 70th year. I think it goes back to 1954. I remember when it was downtown, which is long before you were born. But the uh, livestock show, in conjunction with the, the Sioux Falls Farm Show, takes up every square foot, I think, of all of the convention center, all of the arena, all of the uh, pavilion, all of the uh, expo building, just about every square inch of it. In fact, the hallways and everything else, if you go through there. But we're talking about the livestock show, and I think I say this every year, Work that this is an opportunity for those who don't know what we're talking about to take their kids, grandkids. It's free. You can just walk in at the expo building and actually see the real cows, the cattle, what a real limousine is, you know, the judging that they do and, and all of that, and uh, especially the big checks that they write. And you'll see your banker there in cowboy boots and coveralls. About every banker in town is probably out there represented uh, in a sense. So it's something you only see at the farm show sometimes if you're in Sioux Falls, uh, just commuting up and down Minnesota and 41st you know, Street. Uh, Brooks Henrik, Agri Business Manager for the Chamber. The farm show starts, you know, we're talking on, on this as Sunday. So the I think usually they start out with a Chamber of Commerce ribbon cutting, right, on Tuesday? That's correct. Our ribbon cutting is at 4.30 on Tuesday, and that's when we kick off the week, and we have a livestock show that night, our 4-H and FFA calf show. And for those of you who don't know that are listening, 4-H and FFA are two extremely excellent youth programs that youth in agriculture and outside of agriculture can be a part of to learn more about agriculture, where their food comes from, and what it all gives to us besides the food, all the products that you get from everything, and more so, you know, even going into all the plants that we have and all the byproducts that we even use for fuel. And so those two programs all offer a calf show starting us off for the week, and will kick us off for a lot more cattle shows and some hogs, sheep, and goats. Purebred cattle shows and sales and calf shows and open shows, including breeding heifer, feeder heifer, Beef, mar- I sound like the stock market report. Market lamb and uh, market swine shows. Visitors are encouraged. Exhibitors compete uh, free of charge. Uh, but there's some pretty large checks. I think some of them, I know, are over $10,000 that uh, come to some of these uh, exhibits. Yeah. So with our purebred cattle shows and sales, we have what's called a $12,000 Supreme Row purse. And so they split that between the exhibitor and the buyer of that supreme champion bull or that supreme champion heifer gives them a little incentive to you know to keep buying and come back for future years and then at the end of the week on friday evening we have what's our sale of champions and that's where the top 25 market animals from beef sheep hogs and cattle come together those kids get to get bid on by sioux falls businessmen so it is your bankers usually i know almost all the bankers are coming and we give them an opportunity to shine up their boots maybe go down to Hagel's and buy some new boots for for the week and it's a great opportunity because all those funds that those kids get from those big checks it 100% goes back to them. They use it for their own 
projects or a lot of them use it for their future education. Now, they do serve beer at the concession there, so you can you can invite your, your banker to a beer over the fence, kind of like a little bit uh, out there. Uh, I was going to say that uh, on Tuesday at 5 p.m. is the 4-H FFA Invitational Capsule. The FAA and, and or the, F, the FFA and the 4-H are still quite strong in Sioux Falls, even. Yeah, and they're strong in Sioux Falls and strong around the region. That's what pulls a lot of kids in. I was a part of it, and... I can't say I wouldn't be as successful if it wouldn't have been for those two organizations that I was a part of. Well, if you watch the old Pat Boone movie, uh, uh, the, the Fair, uh, it's from back in the 60s. Um, it still is, you know, the, the kid raises the calf and the bond, and yet they have to take, the, the, take it to market when it grows up, mm-hmm. and that stuff still goes on. Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, true lesson that I talked about the other day on, on another show, and I've learned that lesson many times growing up, and, you know, we still do. We raise a lot of production lambs that we sell a couple trailer loads out every summer, and it's you get very bonded because you become solely responsible for that animal for their lifetime, and so it's hard to not get a bond. But what's been instilled upon me, and I know a lot of others also in this industry, is that you get to know that that product that comes off of that steer per se is going to nourish someone and it's going to feed someone maybe not even here within your state but across the nation and that's a pretty cool aspect to remember well a lot of the animal like i say even the hides and and a large part percentage of the animal uh goes to many different markets and and uh, uh the thing that i i uh, um kind of oh, i really enjoy uh, Brooke is is the uh, these kids showing their cattle or their calf. Mm-hmm. Uh, next year they're a little bit taller. Next year they're a little bit taller. You know they start out at what seven, eight, nine years old. Yeah. And pretty soon they're at, you, you watch them grow up out there. Yeah, you do, and that's I've seen a lot of kids even just a few years younger than me that I've watched them grow up in the show ring, and it's really cool. Is um, there are some kids that I watch from a cattle family just north of Brookings, and you know he's about five years old, and he's so excited because I told him that um, we didn't have an age limit on our show, and he was so excited because he was going to tell his dad that he could show his calf, and it's going to be real exciting to watch him grow up through this industry as well. Well, these little kids in in this big animal sometimes. Uh, whether it's you know uh, uh, you know sheep or whichever, you can just see the pride that they have, and they spend all night brushing and uh, combing and and uh, painting their feet or whichever you know. It's kind of like the hairspray; you can change the color a little bit on the tail. But uh, and and washing them, you know, they they take them into a stall and wash them just like a car, you know. Uh, but again. You know, the radio's going, and, and you can just see uh, a way of life that is really quite good. Yeah, it's a unique way of life. Not a lot of people know about it, and I think that's, you know, what truly makes it unique is I've spent many days that I've got up way before the sun has to go out and to wash bowls out and blow them out and make them look all pretty for pictures or videos or even just the day. And, you know, it really brings you back to almost kind of a simpler time just being out there. You do just have the radio going in the barn to get them used to all the noise, but it's just kind of a relaxing, you know, time, and you get to really, truly understand what you're doing. Now, you're young. Have you done any calving yourselves where you have to reach in? You're smiling. 
Yeah, so um, I've actually, I grew up with sheep and hogs, and so I've pulled quite a few lambs in my day, and I love, I would pull a lamb over a calf just because I'm not as comfortable, and it's usually a two-person job when you're pulling a calf, but um, that's kind of one of my favorite parts is lambing time or calving or, you know, even farrowing is not because I love the baby animals, but it's because it's just such, again, one of those unique experiences that not everyone gets gets to have in their life. Well, people are watching the TV series Yellowstone, and they're starting to wear cowboy hats. Um, but, you know, you can see even, even on the TV series Yellowstone, the respect they have for calving season and, and that type of thing. Uh, but it's a good example or a good opportunity for dads, uh, moms, uh, grandparents to bring their kids out and just watch, uh, you know, the, the animals and as they parade them and, and uh, uh, you know, take them through and, and, and actually see a real big <laughs> or lamb. Um, but on the other hand, there's something else that goes on at the livestock show that a lot of people maybe don't think of is you'll see every kind, every, every auctioneer in the area, they take turns because it's, it's a constant auction going on day and night. Um, but on Saturday morning, there's, uh, probably, you know, a busload of kids that come from the university of Illinois auctioneering school and they actually practice and are judged on, uh, you know, uh, what they, you know, how they, they, they have these little cards they write down and they wear their, their suit and tie and they have this kind of uh, uh, way they walk and all that kind of thing. Uh, the auctioneer school comes out and uh, a, lot, a lot of these young people learn. Yeah, I think that's also another kind of cool and unique skill. I've said unique a lot today, but I know that I love auctioneering just because the sheer fact I couldn't be able to do it. And it's really funny as I was talk I called one the other day to see if they would be able to be the auctioneer for our one of our shows and our sales. And his voicemail, even just how he regularly talks, it sounds exactly like he's up on the auction block and they're just it's a really cool event to see. And like I say, every year you get to see him come back and you get to know people that you only <clears throat> you only see at the farm show. And a lot of people don't realize it, but the farm show brings in anywhere, you know, I've seen 30,000 people. Uh, maybe it's 20,000 now that they separate a little bit. But uh, between, <clears throat> and, and, and this is the biggest thing that the Chamber of Commerce puts on. Yeah, it's one of the largest events we put on. And, you know, we have a large amount of not only exhibitors that come through the barns with their families, but also the public. And, you know, they don't come from just the tri-state area. They're coming from Texas and Oklahoma and Nebraska and Colorado and Wyoming. And so I think it's really cool that they've all decided that, you know, and put in that Sioux Falls is the place to be. Well, like you see on the TV show Yellowstone, you see these pickups and trailers. If all those pickups fill their gas tanks with their doolies and uh, they're eating at restaurants every day, uh, just the economic impact of the, the people that are showing their cattle in that uh, is pretty huge for Sioux Falls. Yeah. This uh, week event brings in an estimated $3 million economic impact to the city. You know, between dining and lodging, you know, it all costs money to get here. And they all go to the mall. And they all go to the mall, they all go to Shields, and they all, maybe they do their after Christmas shopping. And Well, that's what I'm saying is, uh, you know, there's a network of shows. There's, I think just before this one is the Denver show, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And that's a big one. But it doesn't matter if it's knowing a blizzard or whichever, they make it to Sioux Falls, towing those trailers. And they don't think anything of it. Uh, you know, that's, that's just like uh, the old days. You know, it doesn't matter what the weather is, they get the job done. Well, let's talk, uh, you know, talking with Brooke Hendricks, the agribusiness manager for the Chamber of Commerce, show manager for the 
the Sioux Falls Livestock Show. Now, they used to have rabbits in the old days. That's The rabbit show wasn't last year. They haven't come back, I, I guess. We have not brought the rabbit show back. We hope to in the future, but because we're growing so large and everything that we have, our exhibitor numbers keep going up, is that we truly are running out of space in the building, and we wouldn't even have a corner to put them in. Well, the rabbits grow pretty fast, too. Uh, the uh, tractor pull was something that was of a heritage, but kind of something uh, I have, hate, hate to say most of the people have passed that really appreciated it. We're probably not going to see that come back. I don't think we'll see that come back. Like you had said, you know, it's something those who really cherished it, you know, that unfortunately, you know, we've lost them. But it's always, you know, a good historical thing to remember of what, you know, the farm show used to be, the livestock show used to be, uh, you know, back when it first started and as it, you know, came up through the 80s and the 90s. Well, Brooke Hendricks, uh, agribusiness manager of the chamber, I have a suggestion. I think they should bring in chickens now because some of the chickens are worth more than a catalytic converter. You know, I will take that into consideration, although as the show manager, um, I do not like chickens very much. (laughs) I think I was terrorized too much when I had to go pick eggs with my aunt, is that, you know, chickens and I are birds of any kind and I don't really mix. Well, I grew up in the middle of Sioux Falls, but uh, I'm old enough that uh, they used to have chickens in town. And I remember my uncle chopping the head off on a tree stump. And that chick, I was probably four years old, but that chicken ran right at me. And when I turned, it turned. And I turned and it turned. It was like following me with no head on. I've had nightmares about that ever since. But uh, uh, on the other hand, uh, in the other side of the uh, summer, another big thing that, that the uh, county is, is invested in is the Sioux Empire um, the, uh, uh, Fair. And they have the 4-H there. They have dog shows. They have, uh, I think they used to have cat shows uh, around that time. Uh, So there's a balance of of all kinds of livestock and animals in Sioux Falls. Now, Wednesday, January 25th, you start with purebred cattle shows in the morning at 8 a.m. You have the Midwest uh, Communications Trade Show opens, the purebred cattle sales. The uh, afternoon is market swine show check-in. The Midwest Communications Trade Show closes that uh, usually... Usually about 8 in the morning till 5 at night. Uh, Thursday, you have the swine show, which are the hogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, market beef show, uh, check-in, the uh, Midwest Communications Street. Now, it's not too late for people to still sign up for this and check-in, right? Correct. You know, we have an online, you know, they have until Thursday. Or, you know, if depending on the weather, you can still come the week of during your expected check-in time, and we can get you registered for the show. Well, in the afternoon, Thursday, you have the uh, uh, calf show, the, the beef show, and you have a goat show. Yep. Uh, and a lamb show. So uh, you don't get the goats that butt you, do, do they? Or? <laughs> nope, nope, we don't. We don't get the, the angry goats that like to try and headbutt <laughs> you, I guess. You know, these are, you know, ones that are pretty tame. Thursday is going to be our most jam-packed day between all the shows, but I know that between myself and the staff that we have, we will be more than confident in getting it done. Well, now, I always bring up, because it's a good question for people that don't know what we're talking about, is what is a limousine? (laughs) A limousine is one of the many breeds of cattle um, that are out there, and they're predominantly black, and so we have a couple of them that are um, consigned on our sale. We also have some Angus cattle and some Simital cattle and some Charlay cattle. That's a pretty fancy name. They're all white. They're kind of big, and they're out large and in charge as cows, so... 
Well, some of the checks that these bankers will be writing, uh, some of them are more than 10000 right? Yeah, that's right. They're more than $10,000. And, you know, you know, after you take off your expense for, you know, ch- coming out here and raising an animal, that's still a good c- chunk of change that they put back into their operation. Well, Thursday night you have the, uh, right after the beef show, you have the Supreme World Judging. And Friday, of course, the calf show and the breeding heifer and, and the exhibitors uh, uh, kind of wind everything up. You have a social, but the mayors round up. Now that, I believe it's still at the Ramcota? It is not at the Ramcota. We've moved that back out to the expo building. That It takes more room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people don't realize there's an ice rink. There's a lot of extra space there, uh, you know, that... Uh, do they still have the horse show during the farm show? We don't have the horse show either. That's another thing is we've expanded so mm-hmm. much and, you know, the horses also need stalls and they need an area to where, you know, they need to do all their performances and all their judging and we just don't have the space. And it's it's the happy and sad part of it all is we just don't have the space. Well, then you have plenty of room for banquet tables and, and uh, you, you know, you basically have it all in the expo building, which for many, many years, uh, is, is still one of the, the best places to have, you know, functions like this. Uh, now, Saturday, you have the uh, uh, Breeding Heifer Show, the Collegiate Livestock Judging Contest. Uh, I mentioned uh, University of Illinois. What were some of the colleges that these come from? Yeah, so a lot of the colleges that were coming from for that Collegiate Livestock Judging Contest on Saturday are a mix of junior colleges and, you know, the four-year universities. You know, we have SDSU just right up the road that's coming. We have uh, the University of Wyoming, Texas A&M, um, Butler Community Con- College, Fort Scott Community College, um, you know, NEO down in Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. You know, you kind of take this strip down from North Dakota all the way down to Texas and go east and west a couple states, and any college that has an agriculture program with the livestock judging team they're coming to sioux falls and sunday you even have a a 4-h and ffa judging uh, yeah livestock thing going so there's a lot of educational things going on too it's really a full week uh, you know all the way through sunday Uh, but i guess uh, tell us a little bit about you uh brooke where are you from I'm originally from New York Mills, Minnesota. It's about 30 miles east of Fargo. And like I said earlier, we raised sheep and hogs and small grains. And my dad has a custom livestock manufacturing business, and we specialize in making sheep and goat equipment for producers, you know, across the tri-state area. And we've always, you know, just recently came back to just only having sheep in, in the grains. And it's just been a fun life to live out on the farm. You know, all my neighbors are, are my family, so that's pretty helpful when you're in a bind. Um, but I've worked on my cousin's dairy farm, and, you know, I've kind of got the full realm of agriculture under my belt, I feel like. Um, I went to uh, college at SDSU here, and then afterwards I... Um, you know, I turned down a full-time job offer, with which a lot of my friends um, kind of looked at me funny for. And instead, I took an opportunity after graduation to go and intern for five months at the State Fair of Texas. And that was such a unique and great experience. And I'm so grateful for my mentors that pushed me to do that instead. And it's where I really fell in love with wanting to do what I want to do as a future career and what I do now. And it's what brought me back to South Dakota. South Dakota State University has always been a big agricultural college or yeah. university. I, yes. I, I go back to when it was a college. Uh, but, Brooke, uh, the agribusiness, uh, you have a lot of exhibits, I think, uh, besides the livestock there, too. Yeah, we have a trade show that has a lot of, we have um, two very well 
renowned um, livestock equipment dealers that are coming down and they bring a full setup so they're going to show you their whole entire shoot setup you know that you can maybe take from them the day of if it's not sold or order from them or I'm sure they also can custom get you something else you know and then we also have our our seed producers that are there that um, can get you set up for seed for this spring and you know everyone else in between. Can an ordinary couple start farming from scratch or do they almost have to inherit the land uh is it possible to get started in agriculture nowadays you know i think that's kind of a double-edged sword you know you can you can get started in agriculture you know you can have you know it's kind of the new thing is a lot of people have been tired about not knowing what their food is or what their food comes from and so you know the homesteading lifestyle of you know having your own garden your chickens a couple pigs you know you're still a part of agriculture in that sense you know you're you are working towards agriculture and you're working in our world in terms of, you know, wanting to be a big scale operation. You know, that's something you have to inherit, I feel like, because unfortunately they're not making any more land. Uh, the suburban farmer, they call it? <laughs> the suburban farmer, I've known it as, you know, kind of the homesteading. Just going back, you know, you have your one, two acres, you know, it's still a couple acres that you have that you turn into these massive gardens that you can can. And that's really kind of the cool thing that comes back. I remember when I was little, you know, my grandma and my aunts and my mom even canned everything. We had so many gardens. And, you know, it kind of dipped off a little bit as my siblings went to school. And now as they all start having their families, you know, I don't even know how many gardens we have, but I just know that we get a lot of pickles at the end of the summer, and that's my favorite part. Well, canning is coming back. Yeah, it you is. To, you go to Ace Hardware, and they got a whole department on that. Yeah. Uh, the uh, aspect, I, I think, of, of the uh, uh, Sioux Falls even has a lot of people with chickens now. Yeah. I think they can have what, up to three chickens, or and, and you get into chickens that are, are really fancy. Yeah, they have, you know, you know, you have just your regular, I don't know, white chickens, I guess, but then you got the ones that have, you know, feathers on their feet and kind of got the cool look to them and, you know, got all sorts of ones and, you know, even got some ducks you can, can come in. I don't know if ducks are, you know, within the city limits ordinances or not, um, but, you know, kind of another great thing, you know, right now, especially you save a couple dollars on some eggs. Well, yeah, the uh, people that got chickens right now, they have to be careful somebody doesn't steal the chickens. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're sitting on a gold mine right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Burke Hendricks, the uh, agribusiness manager for the chamber, uh, I want to, you know, before it was all one kind of big show, but like you say, it keeps expanding and expanding, and now there's also the Sioux Falls Farm Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to mention that that's at the uh, convention center, the arena, the pavilion. And you can see some machines out there that probably are a quarter million dollars, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Well, now, the exhibit show that you have in the, the uh, uh, Expo building, uh, I always like to say this is a good place to go to see what's new every mm-hmm. year. Uh, yeah, I can remember when they started having drones, you know, and because and, you could, you know, you could uh, watch your fence line or whichever with your drone. Now they almost, uh, the farming can be done uh, like a robot uh, through the GPS system. Yeah. Well, now, what what do you think the future is for livestock? We you know we hear about methane, we hear about uh, you know a lot of things that people don't really know too much about. But what is the you know if you watch Yellowstone, it looks pretty good. Yeah, you know if you watch Yellowstone, it does look pretty good, and I I applaud them in some aspects. You know they talk about some challenging topics in terms of you know the agriculture community and you know a lot of outside forces that are coming in and and trying to take us down. And I think the outlook's good. You know, you have so many kids coming back that are, you know, 
it's a lot of pride when you come back and you're the fifth generation taking over the farm and that's something that's never going to go away and so that's why I deem our outlooks good you know no matter all the challenges that we face we're always going to be here because we're always going to be needed well South Dakota isn't just uh Sioux Falls it's West River Mm-hmm. And when you think about all of the meatpacking plants uh, in this area, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, economic impact uh, is is more than people think. I think in in many many ways. Uh, again, it's what he said: three million dollars just for the show, just from people coming here. Yeah. Now it's free. Uh, people need to realize, and they got concessions where you can get uh, you know food and and uh, a beer even. But I guess what are some of the things that you would recommend people take their kids to see? Yeah, you know, I really recommend, honestly, the whole week because it's free. And, Mm -hmm. you know, free things are sometimes always good, especially in events like this. Um, But I really recommend that you take, you know, your kids out to some cattle shows that we have. And, you know, I would really recommend coming out on Thursday because you have the hog, sheep, and goats. And, you know, a cattle show on the same day so you can get in on all those species. And, you know, there are some kids that are going to talk to you if you ask them some questions about their animal. And, you know, you don't have to ask all the right questions you don't have to be well versed in it and you know because they're used to getting those questions and we're used to talking to consumers of you know what is our product that we have in front of us in terms of that animal a lot of kids grow up and say i want to be a a veterinarian uh Mm -hmm. this is a good way for them to see you know it's it's not just dogs and cats and kittens Mm -hmm. uh there's many things a veterinarian can be uh the aspect of south dakota is pretty well known though for its livestock i remember uh we thought it was pretty big deal when the chinese came out and bought some of our best hogs and some of our best cattle but now we're starting to say well maybe we shouldn't (laughs) but uh uh, people do come from all over the world sometimes yeah they do you know uh, one of the unique things too is kind of taking it away from south dakota a little bit but last year i had the opportunity to go to the oklahoma cattlemen's congress and we had people from australia come and look through our pen and bulls and you know it's kind of crazy to think that someone from australia would want to fly over here to the states and want to look through some bulls you know um but i think it's kind of another unique way is how agriculture no matter if it's just the united states or new zealand or australia is it's all tied together is one big well uh, for people who like hamburger or uh, a good steak or a good, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, any any kind of, you know, lamb or I, I guess I'm, some of the names are starting to, you know, <laughs> get past me here a little bit. But uh, there's many different things. I can remember looking on the old grocery store in our neighborhood. There was a Campbell Soup Oxtail Soup. Uh, yeah. And there's tongues. Some yep. people like tongues. Pickle tongues, I guess, whichever you see on a bar, you know, uh, table sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and, or, or pig's ears. Uh, what I'm saying is there's a lot of the animal that is quite utilized. It's a large percentage of the animal that is utilized for many many things yeah you know the the phrase has been coined for years is you know we use everything but the moo or we use everything but the oink and that's that's truly you know what it is if you kind of go online and you look at some of those um, printouts that have been done you know by egg associations you know everything from you know makeup to paintbrushes to crayons you know to you know marshmallows you know we use everything and agriculture plays a piece in all of that and it's better to be natural than chemical. Yes. Well, what was it? Uh, a pig's uh, uh, people made purses out of pig's ears, or uh, all kinds of you know. There, there was uh, uh, different types of hats and and uh, you know leather itself. You can imagine how many things leather is used for. Yeah. And uh, just the hobby 
of leather now is still pretty popular. Yeah. Making things. But, uh, okay, Brooke, the Tuesday night, you can go to the chamber and get some free adorings. Yeah, you know, we do have that kickoff party. Um, you know, may have to come early. You know, we have invite all of our vendors and our consigners and kind of keep it a little closed door like that. But we will have the concessions open if you want to still um, kind of peek through at the animals that are coming through, see what they look like before they're all dressed up. Well, the ag industry is a $25.6 billion industry in South Dakota. That That's uh, pretty big. That's bigger than Amazon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope it is. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, uh, the uh, uh, you know, there's been as many as 30,000 people go through the farm show. Well, you know, you can say anywhere from 18 to 30, depending on the weather. It always seems to be during cold weather. But uh, on the other hand, these people make it here no matter what. Uh, but they also, uh, I, I guess, Brooke, I don't know if people think about this is, because uh, I've been watching the farm show for many, many years, is everyone comes and says, hey, what are you going to do this spring? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your idea on that? Uh, they all come together and they talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think more decisions are made during the farm show and the fair than any other time in the ag business mm-hmm. because they come here and it's oh, i didn't know you know you could do that or uh here's something that's new uh or maybe that's not going so well uh a lot of the things that are going to be planted this spring or uh as far as the ag industry as to which direction it goes this week is a very very important week for everybody that's in the business yeah, it's a very important week, and like you said, they get those business deals done. If you go out to that farm show, you know, they're getting their equipment for the spring and the fall, and, you know, as everyone knows, that's very important stuff. You know, they're making their, a lot of them, I'm sure, have already made their seed choices for the spring, you know, but they're talking to, you know, their buddies, you know, that they haven't seen and where they're at, you know, in terms of the land's different, and what do you do, you know, it's been super dry over here, and you're used to the dry weather and the dry, you know, the dry soil, so, uh, you know, what 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 tips do you have for us and it's such a shared form of communication and ideas that it truly is one of the biggest probably business weeks that they have well this is the reason why it's the biggest event the sioux falls area chamber of commerce does burke hendricks agribusiness manager for the chamber and show manager thank you for being with us on form thank you